When I was in sales, the general manager of each geographic region was required to submit a weekly forecast to headquarters. These forecasts were a prediction of how much software they expected their teams to sell. The sum of the regional forecast was reported to the shareholders and by extension to Wall Street. This was a publicly traded company, and the accuracy of these figures was of supreme importance. One year, the company missed the forecast every single quarter, with most regions not even coming close to achieving the sales figures they had predicted. How could something like this happen? The answer is that these employees didn't feel psychologically safe. They understood that missing their targets was viewed as a failure and that failure was not tolerated. Their reaction to this culture was to exaggerate their forecasts week after week, with the truth only being revealed at the very end of the quarter. Their actions resulted in serious consequences. The absence of psychological safety can have significant repercussions for all involved. But how is psychological safety created in the workplace? Find the full transcript and other resources for women leaders at livingwhileleading.com slash nine. You're listening to Living While Leading with your host, Sharon Ehrlich, where I help women IT executives gain more control over their careers and carve out time to care for themselves and family. The notion that organizational success is solely about hitting targets and achieving KPIs needs to be put to rest, particularly within sales teams. Success is also about the unseen, often unfelt employees that support the achievement of strategic imperatives. The term psychological safety refers to an individual's perception of the consequences of taking an interpersonal risk. Simply said, in a culture where psychological safety prevails, there's a belief that one won't be punished or humiliated for speaking up with ideas, questions, concerns, mistakes, or even the truth. As a woman leader, you understand that fostering psychological safety isn't just a nice to have. Here are a few of the risks of not making psychological safety a priority. When employees feel reprisal or ridicule for sharing ideas or honest feedback, they go silent. Organizational growth depends on fresh perspectives, innovation, and constructive communication. Muting these exchanges of information leads to resistance to change and with time reduces competitiveness. Employees thrive in environments where they feel valued and heard. Without psychological safety, they become disengaged from their work. They're also less likely to invest emotionally or intellectually in their roles, which affects performance and productivity. Talented employees are more likely to leave organizations where they don't feel safe or valued. The impact of employee attrition is well understood. Employees often hesitate to point out potential risk when they fear backlash. Hidden or unreported errors lead to operational inefficiencies and financial, reputational, and legal risks. By championing psychological safety, you're not just enhancing productivity, you're creating a culture of empathy and empowerment. Your ability to nurture authenticity and vulnerability will unlock a deeper level of team connection and collaboration. Your employees will understand that it's okay to be human here. 
and will actively seek feedback and admit mistakes. This will be a catalyst for trust and change. You have firsthand experience with being overshadowed in male-dominated spaces. By ensuring that every individual, irrespective of their background, is valued and heard, you'll benefit from a wealth of diverse perspectives. Resilient teams thrive when risk-taking is encouraged and failure is seen as an opportunity to learn or do better. It's clear that professional setbacks can't be avoided. However, resilient teams bounce back quicker and find their way to better solutions. Building psychological safety in an organization requires intentional efforts and consistent actions that with time will make an impact. Here are two practical steps for you to consider. The first step is to open up and show vulnerability. It's powerful to share your experiences, fears, challenges, and even occasional doubts with your team. Displaying vulnerability humanizes you and sends a message that it's okay not to have all of the answers all of the time. Start by sharing stories from your own journey about times when you faced challenges or made mistakes. Encourage a culture where mistakes are seen as opportunities for growth rather than deserving of punishment or humiliation. By setting this precedent, your team will start to feel more comfortable speaking up, asking questions, and sharing their own vulnerabilities. Displaying vulnerability may be a challenge for you since you've had to outwardly demonstrate strength and fearlessness throughout your career. Don't force being vulnerable. Take your time. The second step is to actively solicit feedback and act on it. As a leader, your perspective is shaped by your position in the hierarchy and your lived experience. However, individuals at every level of your company have valuable insights. Make it a regular practice to seek feedback from all levels of your organization. That could mean hosting open forums or anonymous feedback sessions where team members can share their concerns, suggestions, and even criticisms without fear of repercussion. Keep in mind that it's crucial to act upon the feedback you receive. Even in those instances where you can't implement a suggestion, acknowledge and appreciate the input. Discuss feedback openly and explain your decisions or any constraints that prevent action. Over time, this practice will build trust and solidify a sense of psychological safety. These steps represent the adoption of behaviors that will drive cultural change. It may require you to unlearn the individualist, competitive approach embraced by most organizations. A shift in culture requires consistency, time, and patience. It's worth the effort and will pay dividends if you stick with it. It's not sustainable for you to go at everything alone. Demonstrate with your actions that your team matters, that their voices matter, that you need them to move things forward. You'll find that they'll support you every step of the way. Remember, you're the solution to claiming what's important to you. Thanks for listening today. This is your time. Give yourself permission to reclaim what's important to you and be who you want to be. If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, share it, or write a review. And connect with me on livingwhileleading.com or on LinkedIn. And don't forget to tune in next week.